like we do it. Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, creator of Twitter's Notorious, Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. This week, we are diving into Beyonce's $24 million trip to Dubai, Hilaria doubling down on her fake accent as Alec Baldwin is charged. The big reveals of Ivana Trump's will and King Charles' scaled-down coronation plans. And for a little Hollywood meets Park City, the Sundance Film Festival. How is everyone's weekend? Boring as fuck, man. I spent my weekend Mm -hmm. watching other people considered more important than me get free trips to Dubai. Yeah, exactly. So you know the healthy thoughts and emotions I had. Mm Mm-hmm. Spite, yeah. I mean. Revenge. (laughs) Next year. God. You can compromise more of your morals next year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To get into the hotels there. I mean, there are certain ones I've wanted to go to since I was a kid, like the Burj Al Arab. The only seven star. Well, I'm not giving any endorsements. They didn't fly me out. But you know who was there this weekend? (laughs) Beyonce. Oh my gosh, your timing is impeccable, you two. Like, you should go on the road with that masterful timing. Hey, my I, God. Giving Laurel and Hardy a run for their money, even though they're dead. I, yeah. Oh. Beyonce oh should have, we're going to bring Beyonce back, should have this as her, some Old school. part of her backup dance crew. We had, we had such rhythm to any performance. Oh my God. You're t- I think we would be great as Beyonce's man, backup dancers. Man. Absolutely. Do you, you see that concert, though? I can pull Fair. it off. I mean, I'm only... Okay, just seeing the fireworks thing going in between the buildings, like the shooting star thing, just the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how much money was that? She got paid $24 million, allegedly. Mm-hmm. $24 million to perform yep. there. TMZ is saying yep. 24 mil, so I believe them. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean, that's that's really awesome, too, because yeah. when you think about it, top-notch movie stars get, like, say, I don't know what the going rate is, like 20 mil for a movie, like Julia Roberts' status, but you put in months to a movie. This mm-hmm. was one night. That's one right. night in Dubai. Yeah, this was... She made more than ninety minutes <laughs> one night. Yeah, it's a whole. And I'm not movie. even. And I'm not saying that yeah. she lip synced, but she could have. Do you know what I mean? Like it's one of those those performances where it is a. Yeah. It's about a performance, and so she could have even just gone there and half assed it because you know why you know why she could have half assed it because it's Dubai. You can't shake it the same in Dubai. You can't wear the same stuff mm-hmm. in Dubai that you do yeah. in the U.S. Or, the, or in Europe or in other parts of the world. So, like, she had to do, she and her, and her performers had to do a pared-down version, mm-hmm. a different special kind of version to, you know, fit in with the customers yeah. there 
in the UAE. She, I've heard she does that. Um, cause you know, we say Britney Spears, straight lip syncer, out of, if you could call it that, out of sync. She just happens to be there in a mic while her, with a mic while her songs are playing. Beyonce sometimes, because I mean, she's a performer, so she has to dance. There's a lot going on to carry a voice like that. And so if she is lip syncing, it's like, it's her voice. It's a live, a live recording in the venue, a pre-record that she's like singing yeah. along to. So it, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like semi genuine. Like you know? yeah. It's it's not fully couture, like couture. It's made to order. She's not Ashley Simpsoning it. Yeah. Couture. Yeah. Though the, she could especially uh, mm-hmm. nail this one in because we weren't supposed to see any video of it. Like they, you know, the like Chappelle and comedians are doing the things late, you know, over the last few years where they lock, they give out those like Ziploc lock bags, but they were going over. I don't know how these people, I mean, I, where there's a will, there's a way, but I don't know how these people snuck. I, I would not even begin <laughs> to try to sneak yeah. video in an oppressive regime in the middle East. Like they don't, that, that, that's not, they don't fuck around. So like, why, why even risk that? Like, so we shouldn't be seeing video of this. So she easily could have mailed it in hey, because look, if you're look, in the venue, you don't UAE notice. She's is not, is not, it's not an oppressive regime. It's a democratic autocracy. Mm. <laughs> true. Okay, true. I, I, no, that is actually fair because it's a low bar. It's a very mm. low bar, but they, in terms of oppression, they're not that, they're not bad. that bad. I mean, homosexuality is still punishable by death, but if you're comparing it to, say, Qatar, Syria, yeah. Iran, Saudi Arabia, okay. Not as oppressive, still fucking, which is why she's, you know, even though she's Beyonce, Mm -hmm. gay icon, she's getting some shit from gay Twitter and such because Mm -hmm. it is an an oppressive regime. I mean, I I mean, the thing is, I'm like, of course, I'd sell anything up for twenty four million dollars for one night, but Beyonce has so much money, Uh, she doesn't need to. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is people are like, well, she's worth, I mean, upward, upwards of uh, her on her own $400 million. She and Jay together are over a billion. And it's like, is $24 million mean that much to you? But because she's Beyonce in the Bayhive, you don't want them to come after you. People are also not attacking her. They're like, well, I wouldn't have done yeah. it, but it's okay if Beyonce. I mean, the, you, the, the Middle Eastern market can be very lucrative. So I want to keep a foothold there. That oil is going to be gone within the next 50 years. So you might as well get that money while you can. Yeah. It was for the uh, the opening of some new like seven-star resort. That's why they flew her out. This wasn't a Ticketmaster style concert. This was a private, well, not private anymore, but um, it was for the grand opening of the no Atla- supposed Atlantis to be the Royal, which I looked Atlantis at. Atlantis the Royal. It looked cool, but yes. Okay, so kind of taking it back to like, I'm sh- to what like I'm, well, uh, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sh- yeah, comedians are doing with their shows and trying to make them private and not be taped and locking up people's cell phones, putting them in these bags. Uh, at the same time, those are shows 
that are usually a hundred people or less. Whereas this was how many, like, I don't even know how many people, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's that's really present. hard to control yeah. that many people. Kendall Jenner was there. Was she there with air? <laughs> yeah. they. Her niece or nephew. Nephew. Yeah. Oh, Kendall. Oh, see, I can I confuse the nephew. two. I confuse all of those. Yeah. Oh, I had that moment. Kardashian I had that moment because I was reading through and it said um yeah. Kendall Jenner and Liam Payne. And I was like, oh, that's weird. One direction. And she had Zane's kid, and that was a weird and then I realized that's a Hadid, not a Jenner. <laughs> right. They're all one family. Yeah, yeah. They all. Hey, George, George. No, not, through marriage, yeah, they're somehow no loosely people. related. Through David Foster. We've discussed yep. that. So they are. They're like Eskimo yeah. step cousins. The, the thing that really cracked me, it's funny. I saw that I saw that same blurb where it was naming like the the celebrities in attendance where it said Kendall and then Liam Payne. And then the third person they named is probably most Americans would have met Ronan Keating. Um, I don't know if you if that name sounds familiar. He's a pop star from uh, he's a British pop star. He used to be in a boy band. I can't I think it was maybe Westlife. It was he he had a hit single, a borderline hit single here. When oh, you say nothing at it, all, Alison Krauss redid it and it became um, a huge hit anyway, here in the states. Uh. Yes, yes. So, but that's my point. Being that I laughed when I saw that saying celebrities in attendance were Kendall Jenner, Liam Payne, and Ronan Keating, and I'm like, I don't think anybody's going to know who that is. That's a weird third person. Yeah. That means that not a lot of well, celebrities bet, are there when that's your third I'm person. I'm imagining it was... I mean, obviously Jay was further there. Also geared towards the elite of Dubai. I don't know the... Sh- I don't know their hierarchy. The sheikhs and the mogul. You know what I mean. Yeah. For 24 mil, a lot of the celebrities are too yeah. poor to it. <laughs> Honestly, to it's true. Them. Like, this is for the upper echelon. This yeah. is for... Oil money. Yeah, it's for the elite of the Arab world. It's for the for Russian oligarchs. Mm. It's for the elites of Africa, like yeah. you know, and people who maybe stopped by Davos and then came on over to yeah. uh, you know Dubai, mm. Davos, Dubai, Davos, Dubai, ski then sand. She still, Beyonce still was clearly flexing her her uh, her Beyonce muscles. Like she still got to, she basically had to do what she, like, you know, like we talked about it being an oppressive regime, you know, generally for women, like them specifically is, like I said, like homosexuality is punishable by death, mm-hmm. but they also are oppressive towards women, obviously. And she went out of her way to have her entire, the entire orchestra was women. It was like an all female, like, um, I think it was like mm-hmm. a 98 person uh, orchestra that was all women. Um, and then she, another thing she did, she didn't play a single song from Renaissance, do a single song from Renaissance because she's probably like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saving that for my tour. You'll get you get my hits. That's it. I'm not giving you anything special because this would have been the first time she performed anything from Renaissance Live. I don't I don't um, get that. I mean, that's so probably she, you know, for she, another she, she, episode, this withholding of it. Like we've heard the songs. I, I don't. So we've heard them. I, it, it's. It, it is, and I think it is definitely. If she had, if she had played, if this had been the first time she played anything from Renaissance Live, I think a lot of her fans 
doesn't matter how you know how they oh have, yeah no that would have would have just it would have been like that part partial cancel I get like perhaps I just mean her strategy of withholding this long it's like kind of her her album dropped everyone's heard it it's a little bit out of cycle yeah. also. So she's look, a yeah, tour is a months, lot and they're not selling out like they used to. Artists are not making money and people yeah. haven't come back and Ticketmaster, that's <laughs> that's a whole like bunch of crap. And you get you basically can't do a tour if you don't use Ticketmaster. You you just can't. And so I yeah. I could see, you know, her just being because you and you give up so much you make a lot of money, but you also give up so much money. So perhaps she felt if she waited longer, then it would create the right amount of time, the right amount of tension to have it. But who knows? But also maybe at the same time, she's like, I don't necessarily have to go on tour mm-hmm. anymore. A lot of a lot of artists aren't going on tour, Maybe she's or they'll do a residency. Mm. Like I could see Beyonce doing a residency eventually mm. and having the most yeah. amazing residency. That residencies seen. are a sweet yeah, they, deal yeah. if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe it's true. Maybe she's trying to forge a new path. Yeah, like, like, I mean, she's an innovator on, yeah. on so many levels, and her and What's Jay her together fruit? are just like. So, they got something coming up. Uh, just to circle back, because it drives me crazy after the fact. It's a 48-woman mm. orchestra, not 96. Because no it should be a 96. It should. Orchestra. Sorry. Off topic. I. It should. You know what? Fuck it. It should be 100 and what's 46 times 3? I can't do it. 138. Um, yeah, it should be that. But this this was her, her first live performance um, yeah. since Kobe's Memorial in 2020. Mm. Technically, she played the Oscars last year, but it was pre-recorded. So it wasn't considered a quote unquote live, and she hasn't toured in five years. So this, so her performing live, she might be doing a little bit more of like the Adele thing. She might have been like, you know what, it's working for Adele. Adele's Adele's making money hand over fist, and is not putting herself out there as much. It's taking care of herself and her family and everything, and is like, you know what, if Adele could do it, I could do it. Hello, I'm worth more than Adele. Who gives a shit? Like, let's do it. Diva's got a diva. Let's keep going. Another Beyonce that I think only she could do, or maybe Adele could probably get away with it too, is, you know, generally speaking at a concert, you want to get off to a, a big start. You know, you don't start with a ballad generally. You want to get like something, something bumping. Yeah. She started her set with At Last by Etta James. Started her set. That is what only queens can do. Because otherwise she performed it at the, the Obama's That's a beautiful song, but that is not what Or inaugural ball, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, and she does an amazing job. It's just, just generally not the way you start a concert. That's how you end a concert. So, but she's she's Queen Bay. She can do whatever she wants. And I'm saying all this because um, Beyonce is kind of the third rail. Like, I'm not going to say anything bad about her because I'm terrified of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. The Swifties mm-hmm. don't scare me. The you Bay know who's... Mm-hmm. So you know whose voice but I you, pay but, big money what? to hear? That beautiful accent that took over Ooh. this weekend. The ma- that beautiful Espania. Massachusetts bred accent. What is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she's isn't, from Boston. Yep. She's isn't, from. Isn't she? Massachusetts she she's from um, yeah, Boston. Hillary from Boston. Hillary from Boston. I feel like she should. She should have the accent of that uh, Rachel Dratch uh, SNL oh, character yeah. where she and Jimmy Fallon were the Boston couple. 
like Sully and I forget the I forget the girl's name. Uh, yeah, that's Alaria what she, like Southie or something. Like. Not what she does. Oh, like. she's from a good part of Boston too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like from like an old she, school, like blue blue blood area. Like yeah, like where we're like, like Kennedy is truly like three hundred three hundred year old homes there and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> from the Catalan region of Boston. <laughs> you know, there's Beacon Hill and then there's Catalan Hill in Boston. Her performance this weekend was impressive because she, yeah. I'm sure she had already planned this out, but she kind of snapped on the paparazzi. And usually when people snap, their true voices come out, but she doubled down on the accent. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so many people were bringing up her like yeah, it's, it's previous a- interviews from like 10 years ago or so when she didn't have that thick of an accent or barely or like an accent at all, or just would be on like certain words. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and now she's got an even thicker accent. And we know that she's not from Spain. Like, come on. She walked so Austin Butler could run. In her defense, it's, it's been a stressful. Op- says she walked so Austin Butler could run. <laughs> I mean, oh if they had a child together, yeah, he's from she's bless his, bless his Spain. She's fake Spain no. via Boston. He's Nashville via Anaheim. I I cannot have you give Hillary of Boston that <laughs> much power and that much credit. Credit has to go to Madonna first. Mm. For her British accent. No. Nope. But at least she mm. was living in England and she was married to a Brit. Yeah. No. Nope. At the time. I beg to differ. The queen of this all yeah. is Dorit Kumsley. <laughs> but that's a non specific accent. She's a child of the world. What is it? <laughs> when you've traveled the world, you can speak in any accent you want. I think that was like her tagline. <laughs> It was, it was for certain in that, but don't take, don't take Madonna's light away. But yeah, no, Hillary doubling down while asking. And it, well, and the thing was too is that what she was asking for from the press was was very understandable, and then in a lot of ways, like she took away from the message of what she was saying mm-hmm. by doing it with such a thick accent. I just I. I have to say it. And and a lot of people were, were like, some people go like, oh, you shouldn't be criticizing her because you know, it's true with the kids and stuff. And, and people were like, no, it is true with the kids. But why does she have to continue lying with this fucking accent? She wants, com- why does- she wants compassion from the press and the public while doing the one thing she knows irritates them the most, that fake accent. It's what we would call what we would call in, in armchair psychology, which I practice. Um, mm-hmm. What we would call a covert narcissist. <laughs> People who get off by like you know and find their they get power and they get energy from being the victim and being or being special in a in not a grandiose way certain people am i calling hillary of boston a covert narcissist no i'm just saying that these are and i am not a (laughs) i'm not a professional in any way i'm just saying from the amount of people i've dealt with and the amount of therapy i've gone to um (laughs) she seems a lot like people i stay away from now Mm. 
My, my favorite thing about all of this is we've been going on for several minutes now uh, when people might be listening and still not know who we're talking about. We're just calling Hilaria, you know, Baldwin, <laughs> calling her Hila- Hillary of Boston and then talking about her fake accent. But somebody listening might be like, who in the hell are they talking about? Hillary of Boston just to be clear. sounds like some you know, Alec Baldwin from the just 90s. Making sure. Like- <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're going to keep calling her that because she is a boutique of the 90s. She's like... Envy of Boston. <laughs> no, but we gotta go. We gotta do more than just Boston. I mean, I don't. I don't know what part she's from. Uh, but it'd be funnier just to call her like Hillary Boston or something. Well, you know, we'll something see. more Let, Boston. Let's than see. Just Boston. You guys keep talking amongst yourselves. You can talk about yeah. how Alec is being. And after after last week, I did call him an alleged accidental murderer. Truly, within days of me calling him that, then he was yeah. charged. By the New this Mexico, podcast the, the, was what, the this podcast was. What this podcast is what swayed the grand jury. Da, PCP. It was, it was the tipping point. It was the tipping point. So, but now it's you Probably. know it's definitely it, it is causing a little bit of like a I wouldn't say a rift, but it's causing a lot of debate within Hollywood of whether or not he should be charged. The armorers also charged. Yeah. I think the second ads charged or the or the first ad. The the AD first AD he was he already um, uh, pl- mm. essentially pled he's he has a suspended sentence which because he, he knows like from the beginning it was exact like you said the depending on whose point of view who who like if you ask SAG they 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 they've already mm-hmm. made very clear like it is with not that I don't to make sure a gun is safe where I can see where they can get him from. And I'm not supporting it, but as an actor, I don't get it, but he's a producer on the movie. And that's where he has power over the film production. Well, he does, but his is, um, and the people that were working on the film have, have even said as much that his title, his executive producer title was um, he had no? Well, I, he didn't do anything day to day. It was a title. I he think that's where the trial comes essentially in they and they prove until that's afterwards. where the trial hashes it out. Yeah, you know, and it's still possible. This, it, this is it's entirely possible. It won't go to trial. Mm-hmm. Like just because he's being charged does not mean it's going to go to mm-hmm. trial. Uh, the armorer is in a lot of trouble, which I I feel, I, I I mean she obviously was. Grossly negligent. She was woefully incompetent. I just feel bad. And getting back to one of our favorite topics of Nepo babies, she is the armorer because her dad is an armorer. And like she was not, she did, you know, her dad does much bigger budget movies Mm -hmm. and clearly she didn't have the, I mean, you got to get experience somewhere, but. But in a job that important of handling, that's like hiring a surgeon's child uh, to do the surgery. A surgeon's child that, that, like it's a, it's like a doctor's kid where the the only mm-hmm. the real experience that kid had was going to work with their parent, and watching them do that. You know, obviously it's a, you know, like it's like a job I you need literally to get have in, no idea why there would be live ammunition there. Period. That's the thing is like they they it makes no sense. There shouldn't be. I mean, there were reports of, um, of like crew members, actual target shooting, like off hours. Mm-hmm. So it could be, so bullet live ammunition could have gotten mixed in, but the, it, the, that gun had to go through. So, well, in theory had to go through so many hands before it got to Alex, 
like between the armor, the aid, like the aid, the mm-hmm. armor gives it the prop master is on top of the armor, but the prop master doesn't seem to be in the cross. <laughs> Crosshairs is a very poor choice of words. Even that if Alec was, is just yeah. like not a producer day to day, like he's not a line producer, he's not in that sense, he still is a day to day producer because he's on set day to day. He's one of the main actors. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. So he knows the front, but he also knows the back end. Like you've, you've got to know this stuff. He's been in, he's been in this business way too long to play stupid here. And my opinion, though, is too, is that they probably have enough evidence that he probably knew that cast and crew were off using these same guns to do target shooting with live rounds. That He becomes liable then because not only is he an actor, but he is a, like, there might be lots of stuff that we don't know yet that will come out in trial or come out, you know, come out later if they plead and everything. Has he paid... He settled with the victim or with the deceased family, right? Did he pay them off? Yes, the terms were never discussed, but yeah, there was money. And um, it turns out, I I don't know if we talked about this before when it happened, but I know them. I didn't realize that I know them. Like uh, I'd met Helena a few times because I know Matt, the husband. I did not put together the names. I was in a fantasy football league with them. Um, And I met her a handful of times, but I just did not. When I saw that story, I just didn't place it. but yeah, he so he settled with the the production with production for money, but that wasn't disclosed. And then he got an executive producer title on the movie, so he wanted the movie to continue, which I think is just kind of weird. But yeah, <laughs> oh my god, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, we 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 have a friend of a friend. I'll uh, probably not, probably not. Wait, and the, I didn't. I didn't realize also that because uh, I admit, totally misread a TMZ headline today because, you know, TMZ, they fuck up things all the time, as we discuss privately all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot that the director was shot as well. Like, the, God, it's awful to talk about. The bullet passed through her and hit the director. And he, he obviously wasn't life-threatening, but he was injured. But the, the reason they decided nobody's getting charged over that like just, you know, assault with a deadly weapon, something like that, is because it was so it, because it was an accident. And um, like it was basically the DA said involuntary battery is not a thing that exists. You can't accidentally beat somebody like you can't act. You essentially can't accidentally beat somebody up. So you're like, well, we can't charge anybody with that, even though the poor director got shot as well. But I got so confused that TMZ had a headline immediately after the first headline that he was being charged had a headline saying Alec Baldwin not to be charged with shooting of director. And I misread the director and, and cinematographer. I was like, oh, I forgot he got shot too. It was just a mess all around. I actually want to hear from your friend who should be our guest next. No, the widower of the movie. Because at first he was on board with Alec and then he turned around and then he got his settlement and suddenly he's a producer and back on board. I mean, I respect that kind of negotiation, but... Did he sell out the memory of his wife for the production, an IMDb credit? That wasn't just lip service. He really was supportive of Alec in the beginning. But then it really rubbed the family the wrong way how defensive Alec got. Remember in the beginning, people legit felt bad for him. There were those photos of Alec on set where he was like doubled over crying on the yeah. phone. And everybody's like, well, this is a horrible tragedy. But then Alec did the, the press tour where he was blaming everybody but him. 
everybody. Like, and he still claims he didn't even pull the trigger, which the FBI did tests on the gun. And the FBI flat out said, that is impossible. You know, that might be possible with other guns. We've tested this thing a thousand times. That's impossible. And he was still going on on like uh, 20 or 60 minutes and all those interviews. So he actually turned the family against him. Like, even though they lost a loved one in the beginning, they were supportive. Mm -hmm. But then after that, they're like, no, fuck this guy. So that's when they went forward the lawsuit. But I just, it was weird that, that one of the conditions was to get to, I mean, I guess I understand the husband wanting the movie to get completed because it was his wife's work. So I get that, but it just feels, it feels weird. Like it feels, it, Watching the movie now is going to be very strange. It's like when people watch The Crow and you look for yeah. you, you watching the whole movie. You're like, now, which is the scene where Brandon Lee was shot? Like this obviously happened off camera, but there's obviously going to be a scene of Alec Baldwin pulling a gun towards the camera. That was unless they change that part of the script completely. Like you'll be looking at it, be like, oh God, is that the scene? I it's just morbid. If I were him, I would have settled for more money up front than an executive producer credit because this i don't think this movie is going to be a blockbuster no. so getting a cut on the back end that i would have just settled i would have i don't know how much he got in cash i have but to I would imagine have just, alec paid him quite a although i mean it, i would have just taken more and walked away from the movie though is what i'm saying because if he's banking on this drama selling tickets i don't see that happening. i don't think he is so i don't think he was banking on it selling tickets before the accident happened so i don't think so yeah i would have taken that. more I think, I think it's the principle of the thing of like i think it's just almost a sense like planting a flag and being like my my wife's name is not going to get is is not going to be lost just as a dp but it's like a movie like an Ale but, i don't know, know i would have taken more money it's her life's work it, like if you want to think about it it's it's literally her life's work yeah, yeah it's like uh, when somebody's made the the head, like the executor of an estate after somebody passes like if, you know and you want to make sure that the estate stays you know the, the the reputation name of the estate is still remains you know high like i i can understand that. it just feels weird that that i don't know i mean i can't put myself in that. and i should also be careful that i'm not friends with him i'm friends with friends of him like my friend is his friend. So I don't really, so when I say I've met this family a few times, I don't want to make it seem like they're friends of mine that I can call right now. That's only because I'm going to harass you. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm separate. I'm, I'm trying to remove so myself could, from this situation. So I could I've already confront given, him about his settlement. I've already given you an in. I've already, I've already said too much. I regret, I regret everything I've said. God, have you learned nothing in the past three years? I've learned two years. I've learned absolutely nothing. I'm like I'm like the dude from Memento. I just forget immediately. <laughs> In a few, I need to start tattooing on myself. Do not trust Jordan and just parts of my body that I can see. In, In a, a few weeks, I'll be like, "Hey, sorry, I'm running late. Guess who I was just?" <laughs> oh God, bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking. So anyway, it's a not not a great week. Great week for the yeah. Well, you know, Alec forgets he uh, claims he doesn't. Pull triggers just like Hilaria forgets that she actually has an American accent. <laughs> she is from Beacon Hill, so I wasn't off by calling. Yeah. Her. She thinks they're the hills of Catalan. It's really the hills of Beacon, Beacon Hill. Beacon Hill's really not. That's why, yeah. It's, uh, I think they estimated the house she grew up in and She's current market's worth like three mil or so. So, I mean, there's not, you know, her parents had a vacation home later in life in Spain. Mm -hmm. 
So Hillary of Beacon Hill. Yeah. Speaking of nice real estate, by the way, and lucrative death settlement, estate settlements. I can't believe I saw this before you did, like, and had to send it to you. But I knew it was yours. It was up your alley. Yeah. The estate of the will of Ivana Trump has been disclosed, which... I, that's one thing I love about celebrities dying in New York. They, New York as a state makes wills public. I'm talking all of them. Jackie Kennedy, Lee Radswells. If you die in New York, your estate can be... Your your will, maybe not the contents of your trust. That's a whole estate thing. But your will, your last will and testament is can be requested as public record. And so Ivana Trump's... I I can't keep track of all her other last names because she did subsequently remarry. Her estate is, um, has been revealed and it's, um, it's a, I mean, I think they, what is it like 60 million something? They say about 34, 35 million cash plus her townhouse at 26. And then some other like, uh, international real estate holdings and like so that's uh Sandra uh, Pay, yeah. i believe and she had some uh property in the chip back it in the totally makes sense that she was friends with sonia morgan the whole the townhouse the house in santro pay it's very all from an ex-husband it's all very very sonia and Ivana. isn't the the 25 26 million dollar townhouse isn't that where she died yeah or, was that where she the stairs that where she mysteriously yeah. fell down the stairs? Uh, but yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was that home. Yeah, yeah, it's that. And then the other, what was the other thing? Oh, the thing people were talking about, which is why I think you sent it to me, was um, she left a condo in Miami to her children's former nanny, turned her assistant, like a million dollar condo in Miami. Mm-hmm. Who knew she was so nice? It's a one point one million. It was a one bedroom, one bathroom condo for yeah. one point one million. But it's Miami Beach, yeah. so what, what are you gonna do? And the dog. Don't forget the dog. Left the Yorkshire Terrier name. Oh, that's right. Does 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 the nanny get the dog? Is that part of the? The nanny gets the dog. Uh, yeah, she. I mean. It's funny to think that she didn't leave things to her kids because it's funny to think she didn't like her kids, but she did leave everything. But this million dollar condo and the dog. Right. Although it is odd that she didn't leave the dog to her kids. Although one stipulation was that the, um, this, I, I can't think of her name, the, the nanny who was left the million dollar mm-hmm. home and the dog, uh, the stipulation in the will was if she were to, I guess the will is not brand new, obviously it was a little bit older because the, in the will it said, if this nanny was no longer living, then the, that stuff would go to Eric. Yeah, be reabsorbed. So, but I, yeah, I mean, the, but the, the name of the Yorkshire Terrier is Tiger Trump, which I think is. I like how her pet, her she she's like super into branding. She fit right in with that. No wonder she's a Trump because she wasn't a Trump for many years. At the point she got that dog, but she still gave it her more powerful ex husband's last name. So. Yeah. But you know, um it is like some people were shocked that she left her nanny assistant a million dollar condo, but it's kind of common for these uh very grand families, very rich ones to leave to have 
a long-term, very devoted um, staff member who's like a part of their family, especially when she's watched the kids grow, who um, they provide for them in some way. Jackie Kennedy left money to her kid's nanny, turned her assistant. Um, who else did? Uh, the, the Hilton. And Blanky. The Hiltons. The Hiltons had a nanny who stayed with them beyond the kids um, needing a nanny. It's just they become part of the family. And you just, so that's, it's pretty cool. She left the condo. Some of them will leave them like a pension or like a flat certain number of years salary in their will, but they do provide. So that's cool. The, The kids don't get the jewelry. Did you see? That the jewelry and the fur will be auctioned. Yeah. The proceeds will go. Yeah, to the I saw. Kids. I was curious about that. Like, why they wouldn't? Why she was like, no, I don't want them to have it. I want them to have the proceeds. For yeah, it. I don't know what that's about. I mean, her jewelry. Maybe they didn't want the jewelry. I mean, I can. You can imagine Ivana Trump's taste. Oh, I, I got. Have you seen the photos of the townhouse? It was. It was not that different yeah. than the gold uh, penthouse at Trump Tower. It was gaudy. I respect yeah. it. I respect it. But it, the fur jewelry, the fur, her furs and jewelry are the, like you said, the kids get the proceeds, but all of the rest of her wardrobe is, is goes to the American Red Cross and Salvation Army, which I think is pretty cool. Like yeah. I had no idea what quality of stuff she had, but I imagine it's some pretty nice stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find a couple of quilted Chanel bags and uh, Polaro yeah. jackets. So if, you, if you're in the New York area, you know, in the in Manhattan, yeah, and you want to yeah. check out a, a Salvation Army or a Red Cross donation center somewhere near you, you might find some nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's going to be thrifting in New York City, in Manhattan now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do want to kind of see that. I don't know where you auction off furs in this. I don't, I don't know. I'm at what kind of a I'm market? shocked that you yeah, don't. No, no, but I mean, like, what market is there? There's not, people aren't like, coveting furs so much but i would like the jewelry to go to like a publicized to see what it is because you can imagine it's pro and i'm not even saying it's the most grand it's not like elizabeth taylor it's just probably the gaudiest like it's a time capsule of like a time capsule of like a certain time in the 80s picture it yeah the top floor of Trump Tower. I'm I'm picturing like like jewel encrusted leopard sweet, you know, panthers. And, I'm picturing every yeah. article of clothing that's being donated has shoulder pads. Like even though she probably has not worn that in 30 years, that's all I'm because honestly, when you all you look at all the old pictures of Ivana, I, I honestly feel like there haven't mm. been photos of Ivana in a long time. Like every everything I ever see of her, it's always stuff from that era. Her her later years, um, I know, weren't, you know, she did have declining health and like um, she was a little bit more fragile. Like I know when she was photographed, like on the street going to her hairdresser, she um, always had an escort, like either probably the housekeeper she left the condo to or sometimes it was a younger guy, but someone kind of holding her arm in a gentlemanly way, but you knew it was actually helping her walk. So, I mean, I I think at a certain point she maybe didn't want to be photographed too much. She would, so. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Well, rich. so but it was the state so approximately sixty mil, but her kids are so rich, some of them. So that like isn't life changing to them, I imagine. It's certainly like, not Ivanka. Ivanka. Oh, I mean, wait a minute, are they really that rich? Well, Ivanka I and mean, Jared are. You don't know, I can't speak for the other two. True. Yeah, yeah, but it's being split evenly. Pretty simple plan. That's good. That's fun. I'm looking Good forward for to the them. auction. I want to see what I can. I can just imagine, like, like dynasty style. Yeah. You know, that's, what what that's I mean? exactly what I'm picturing. Yeah, dynasty style. And she didn't really ever change her style much. So maybe, maybe that's why I'm just yeah. all forever picturing her in the '80s. I mean, she pictured herself forever in the '80s. That was, I would too. The hairstyle never changed. Don't get mad. Get up. You know the whole. <laughs> the accent never changed. Which my friend, um, my childhood friend, she might be listening. I remember when I was a kid. There, her parents are Czech, and I remember when her, we were kids. Um, she was. They were like, yeah, you know that accent's like put on, right? It's. <laughs> It's put on for cameras, meaning like she kept it that strong. It became part of her brand. Like it did. Oh, she's a Hilaria too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I she mean, had but she a, is she from was, the Czech Republic. It was exaggerated, exaggerated yeah. for cameras, I would say. I mean, it was part of her shtick. Are we sure that she's so. not? I can respect that. Are we sure that. she's not Vanessa from Worcester, Mass, who just changed her name to Ivana? <laughs> I mean, we should. Somebody should look into this. It's, she was doing a con, a, a forty-year-plus con of making us all think she was this exotic from the Czech Repu- from former Czechoslovakia. But now nah, she's just from the suburbs of Boston. Yvonne uh, 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 from Cape Cod. <laughs> Worse, she's from oh. Rhode Island. <laughs> Bummer. Speaking of controversial families with lots of golden thrones. <laughs> there we go. Who? Who are we talking about? Prince Charles. King. Oh, he's not the prince anymore. King he's Charles. the king. He'll always be the prince, though, because he'll always live in his mother's shadow. But that's another. <laughs> um King Charles coronation. I guess they announced the plans for his. They, they announced. I was going to say for his podcast. I'm really losing. I, it. King Charles. I don't think I would of, listen to that podcast. That would be dreadfully boring. I think the Prince Charles podcast PCP. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay. God, we should get. Well, he had the chance and he didn't do it, yeah. and now he's king. So KCP he can't does have not. It. KCP just sounds stupid, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, they announced it's it's going to be a three-day event in May, May Mm -hmm. 6th through, I guess, the 8th. Uh, It's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, where the coronation itself is on Saturday at Westminster Abbey. Uh, You know, the Archbishop of Canterbury does does that whole thing. And then Sunday is a uh, concert at Windsor Castle. And then there's some sort of I don't understand what what they announced. They said there's going to be a nationwide lunch event, like nationwide, as in all over the UK. And I'm not exactly sure what that means. Like they were kind yeah, of vague I about don't... that. 
Um, Are they like handing I out box lunches to every, I'm picturing, every I'm picturing a picnic table that spans the length of a country, <laughs> so, but some very like pilgrimy. But I know it's, I don't know, maybe like each town government holds a lunch in honor. Because basically what they're doing is bowing to their new yeah, king. Yeah. I'm, but I don't think every single person in England's getting some like banquet. No, I'm picturing like a like a company wide Zoom where there's just hundreds of thousands of people on the Zoom and they're all doing it together. Yeah. I'd like to think that's what's happening. And then mm-hmm. then the last day, the Monday, is a bank bank holiday, and they have some charity events mm-hmm. that day. But the family keeps saying over and over again how this is going to be very scaled down. Like it is not going to be the same. His mom was uh, 1953, I think. Uh, and that yeah. was, you know, you, I'm sure people have seen the clips of it. Like there's that footage of, it, I think it's, it's not in color, right? I'm pretty sure it's in black and white. No, but it's the first time. Yeah. It's ever told and there, it was the, the and fun. What? Oh, fun fact about that coming from princess Lee, a young journalist from Washington, DC, Jacqueline Bouvier was in attendance to cover the court. So fancy. This was before she became first lady and. One up the bitch. No, I'm joking. No, this is yeah. This is when she was young. She was she was the America's queen. Was at the queen's coronation as a reporter. They hashtag history with Lee. But yeah, they said they want to scale it down because they uh, uh, and Harry and Meghan may have helped this because they you know all their the book and the pot the 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 series and the interview Oprah interview kind of really shined a light on how you know out of touch and. Um, I mean, not mm-hmm. that we didn't know the royal family was out of touch, but even even King Charles is now kind of acknowledged like, yeah, maybe we should tone it down a bit. We don't, you know, Queen Elizabeth did like that, you know, like with those kids, like kids, people that do like their birthday month. And it's like, oh, this is exhausting. That's what Queen Elizabeth did was like an entire month of things. Hell, she was even doing it last yeah, year for she- Jubilee. It was like a month long thing. Yeah, she had like her birth birthday, the day of her birth, and then she had her like government birthday or something like that. Well, she was like a traditionalist yeah. and 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 very and very much into ritual and and these are the things that Pompous. keep the country yeah. going yeah. and, and, that, and together. And and because she's not political, this is what she can do. Whereas Charles is like. Let's just get rid of this stuff. We don't, let's be real. We're in the 21st century now. I think even if he had gotten, if he'd been, um, had his coronation back in, let's say the nineties or even the aughts, you know, 20, 30 years ago, he would have probably done a similar thing. It would have been pared down because that's kind of the guy that he is. We discussed that. I don't know if it was last week or the week before on here. He always had plans to scale down the monarchy. Mm-hmm. They trim down the excess. He doesn't want, he, d- he didn't believe in all the pomp and circumstance and waste. And so. Like he may not seem progressive to Gen Z, you know, people mm-hmm. right now, but he's very progressive, especially for a boomer. But even to like, I would say like, he's still actually very progressive when it comes to, what is happening yeah. in that family. He was always so. into green energy and organic food before that. So, I mean, he has his ways. Yeah. And I, I, Him and Harry are a lot alike yeah. in that sense. Like, mm. I could see uh, William continuing this trend because he's very self-aware of like also doing scaled down. Um, but when it's Prince George's turn, that shit is going to be lit. 
Like you're going to have DJ sets mm-hmm. from like the balcony at, you know, Buckingham Palace. There's going to be, well, if they still have Buckingham Palace at that time, um, that's, there's <laughs> Prince George is going to be a party. We are, we already know that. And hopefully it's sooner than later. Like if it's in the next five years, I'm cool with it. I don't want any tragedy. I don't want tragedy Look, that, to befall the family. Right. Okay. That's where <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, like, I'm, I, yeah. I'm, but if, but if we yeah. had teenage Prince George becoming King George, that would be yeah. something that we have not seen probably in about yeah, 300 years. Yeah, that would be back when family members actually actively killed each other. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not wishing. And you had a teenage yeah, I'm king. I'm not wishing any, <laughs> I, I was thinking more like that Charles would step down kind of thing. Not that, you know, worse. But uh, when Prince George's time does come. Uh, Prince George's earliest memories will probably be things like from the balcony of Buckingham with his great grandmother's mm-hmm. jubilees and stuff. So some of his memories, one day, one day it will be his too. So maybe he'll reboot. Yeah. Re- reboot yeah. England. <laughs> he, he unplugs the monarchy and plugs it back in, and it goes. <laughs> the King George reboot. <laughs> oomch, 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 yeah, but just oomch. just picture like what you saw with Queen Elizabeth, like the pomp and circumstance of waving on the balcony, except with Prince George. Mm-hmm. Diplo is going to be like turntables right next to him. Yeah. It's going to be great. Could you imagine? His cape all of a sudden lights yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's going to be great. Smoke machines. It's going to be awesome. Ah, be, oh, you what you said, the Beyonce. Like, like you thought the Beyonce fireworks were cool? Just <gasps> wait until Prince George's coronation. Oh, my God. Amazing. Dude. There's a there's a straight line from Buckingham Palace to Windsor of fireworks. Yeah. It just goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm so excited for this. I hope it's sooner than later. <laughs> It'll be bigger than what Guy Fox had planned. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> allegedly, do I have to, do we have to throw an allegedly around Scott Guy Fox? I mean, it only happened. it was like it, four hundred years ago. Like six hundred years ago. Is that uh, are we far enough removed? No, oh, no, no. It was like you're right. 16, it was like sixteen, like oh eight or something like that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Four hundred years. I think we're far enough removed that I don't have to use the allegedly. I'm no, pretty it, sure. It's like it's amazing that I'm an American and I know who fucking Guy Fox is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in every you, you have to remember the date. Remember, remember the fifth of November. I think was the. I'm pretty I know sure the twenty first yeah. night of September. <laughs> Earth, wind, Earth, wind, and fire. fire, and fire <laughs> no, I know it's November. So you do remember the twenty first night of? Yeah, it's November fifth because <laughs> it's remember, remember the fifth of November. Yeah, honestly, I remember it mostly from because of V for Vendetta. Uh, which is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of had a Guy Fox thing going on. Anyway, we've gotten off. That is way, way, way off, off track. As way usual. Track. Yeah. Well, it's, that's the great you wanna, thing about that. Jordan, you want to rein it back in? Rain. No. I know, I know something <laughs> to rein it back in. Well, some of Hollywood royalty mm. is in Sundance because Sundance Film Festival started over the weekend. It started uh, last Friday. So that is that has begun and it's no longer like the the, the crazy publicity fuck fest that it used to yeah, be like in the aughts, I would say. No, I like it. I'm fine with that because I really I think it should it should be like, look, we already you have you have Cannes, you have Venice, you have Toronto, those become big 
especially can, but those become very big celebrity fuck fest ones. Like yeah. Sundance is small. And I, and I think it's really great that it's gone back to more indie roots. In a you used to have like, sick I'm, I'm gifting sweets. Those days are over. I well, once you start like, getting taxed on gifts from gifting suites, then the, that's when those days became over. But also I think it draw, it takes away from the like non-movie celebrity crowd that goes, the kind that I like, that yeah. resonates Look, with me. I saw me. pictures the of Paris Bella Thorne. Is. Bella Thorne apparently is there. I don't know why. I can't, Nominated I for her OnlyFans? Right, I was gonna exactly. say, Jordan, that's that's the, your patron saying of OnlyFans. She broke OnlyFans. That you could you could learn a thing or two from Bella Thorne, which is weird because most people, I, I honestly didn't really know who Bella Thorne. <laughs> she was. The, she had the advantage um, though of having a name that sounded like a porn star, so people that is true. Bella Thorne, yeah, either that, that or one of those uh, those vampire mo- Twilight. She sounds like a Twilight yeah. character too. That too, Twilight mm-hmm. porn. Yeah, Robert. It, like it, it in the it started off as like the big indie, you know, artful movie festival. Then in the aughts, it became like the party scene. And then Robert Redford, who founded it, got really pissy about the party scene and started. He didn't call people out by name, but he was clearly talking about Paris Hilton. Like she was the face of the party scene of the mid aughts uh, Sundance, and he was like, I we. Sick of this. Sh- he, he did his old man yelling at clouds. How he's sick of this shit. He basically was talking to Paris without actually talking to Paris. And I guess people listen to him because it's gone back to the indie. You know, I mean, I guess there's still parties and things, but it, not like it used no, to be. It's not. But hell, I mean, you could say that about a lot of things about the mid aughts. Like the whole L.A. nightclub scene isn't what it used to be nope. back then. Like you know, Paris brought it. She brought all that into the world and took it away. <laughs> She power. was the oh, pinnacle mother. of our society, of our civilization. Was? Is, yeah, true. Is. We didn't. She's just How quickly people. you dismissed her, Jordan. Well, you guys were talking yeah. about the glory days. She's not there anymore. And look how downhill, Sun, how quickly Sundance went downhill <gasps> without her. Don't talk about Sundance that way either. <laughs> I don't have Robert Red. I don't. I don't have, I don't have in my room pillows with Robert Redford's face from his engagement or from his anniversary party. I but do. I do from Paris. <laughs> we would not judge. Honestly, you don't. You think there aren't people in this country who have who don't have Robert Redford throw pillows? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are the plenty. Way we, of them. Yep, yeah. there's plenty. He was he was an attractive man. It probably still is attractive. I haven't. Seen, I actually was just thinking about today when I was reading about Sundance. I have not seen him in some time either. Just like I think he's there. I don't know what he looks. How old is he? Ninety something. Yeah, honestly, I'm sure. I mean, he's a very attractive man. I'm sure he still is an attractive man, but he is not the Robert Redford of his youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure he could still kick all our asses for sure. Wait, no, I get but, Robert. Uh, Red- no, no, I think you're thinking of Clint Eastwood who could kick all our asses. He's eighty six. He's eighty six. I think Robert Redford could also kick off. He's also, oh my gosh, you! I can't believe it. You share a birthday with him, Nate. I know, I know. We are birthday mm, brothers. I, are. I didn't want to bring that up because I don't, I don't like to bring it. I don't like to make it about me. <laughs> but yes, we are birthday brothers. You are. I love we, it. What a, what up, Leos? <laughs> yeah. We and I feel like we have both accomplished similar things in life. There you go. You know, I when but when I start my film festival. Uh, the partiers are welcome. Bella Thorne, bring bring it. Bring all you want. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> cool with it. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. This has been this has been fun. We do need to mm-hmm. give a shout out, by the way. It seems like some people have been pet. We're gonna call them PCP's Nepo Angels this weekend. Lisa Marie Presley passed. I mean, Lisa Marie Presley was laid to rest. And then now yep. David Crosby has passed, and as mm-hmm. we've discovered, he was a Nepo baby too. Blue blood. Mm-hmm. Very like High settler, American, you know, settler of the of the country. Like Knickerbocker, old old New York. Like the, the yeah, I mean, he was raised, born in Westwood, and raised in Santa Barbara. I think he went to boarding school. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy Thurston Howell the Third status. So that hippie stuff was the hippie stuff was more Trustafarian. That's the way to put it. Fraud! What a fraud! <laughs> trying to. I, he's the re, he's the reverse Hil- Hilaria. Like he was hiding. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See? Mm-hmm. And that's why Paris is so great. She's very honest about where she came from. <laughs> oh, she true. Is. It is true. She does she does not lie. That's it's a good point. Well, I guess it's that time of the week to rate, subscribe, and review Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Give us five stars, leave lots of hearts, and recommend us to your friends. And to make it easier for your friends to follow, you could just follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast, at Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One, and all our individual accounts at Real Stacy Connor on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Nate. And I am at Nate Safer on Instagram and Twitter. Because I am too old to understand TikTok. I don't have but it. That's that. It. That being my point. You do have it. You do I do. Oh, it. you know, that, God, which makes me even more out of touch. I have <laughs> it and don't really use it. Old man over here. Send you, I man. try to send you stuff all the time and you never read it. So I then look, I have to text I it to look, you. No, I look at them. I look at them. I. My bad. I'm sorry. Old man. My apologies. And mm-hmm. Me and Robert Redford. Mine go without saying. So... Who wants to say goodbye? I will say, Alfita saying.